Let's check up. Let's check up. Pull up a chair for the midweek checkup now. Welcome to the midweek checkup. My name is Lindsay Blair, and I'm joined by Bobby Gillis, who preached from Matthew 26, verses 47 through 69 this past Sunday. We learned that all of us behave in the same kinds of ways as those who betrayed, abandoned, and executed Jesus. But Christ has removed our guilt and filled us with the Spirit so we can be ambassadors for his kingdom. Bobby, you asked a lot of heart-probing questions that likely had many of us feeling convicted about the ways that we have fallen short of God's standard of holiness. At times it felt real heavy, but you didn't leave us there and neither does God. We can be honest about our shortcomings and don't have to pretend anymore. And you reminded us multiple times that we are dearly loved by God and that because of Christ, we are forgiven and can now have peace with God. Bobby, is there anything that you would want to add or double down on from the sermon? Yeah, it's really important to understand the two natures of Christ, that he is fully human and fully God. Sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that the notion that Christ went to the cross for us because he loves us is sort of a touchy-feely, emotional thing to say. But the really robust theological position is that he went to the cross to obey his father's will and for his father's glory. And the truly robust theological position is that both of those things are true. He freely gave his life for us because he loves us, and he obeyed his Father's will for his Father's glory. But for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. We began reflecting on the nature of sin, looking at the law of Moses in Leviticus and the words of Jesus in Matthew 25, both of which show that sins against people are sins against God. It's as if we're sinning against Jesus. And when we consider his teaching from the Sermon on the Mount, we realize that even offenses that we consider trivial are not. Jesus likens murder to anger and name-calling and lust to adultery. So when we keep these things in mind, we see ourselves in the words and actions of everyone complicit in the arrest, trial, and execution of Jesus. You may not literally be Judas, but have you ever betrayed anyone? We may not have sliced off anyone's ear with a sword like Peter, but do we ever lose our temper with someone or rationalize nasty behavior because we tell ourselves that we are defending Jesus? How about engaging in office politics, participating in rumors, forming informal alliances with some people against others, failing to look out for those who have been wronged, harassed, discriminated against, or those who need our help in some way? These are common ways that we fall short of God's holiness. And when we consider the sham trial of Jesus with false witnesses in a carefully framed narrative, we are reminded of our own tendencies to look for validation rather than truth, to take quotes out of context and misuse statistics. None of these examples say anything good about us, just as that night in Gethsemane and the high priest's home said nothing good about the priest or Judas or Peter and the other disciples. But while this event said nothing good about the human race, the important thing is what it said about Jesus. We did all that to him and he died for us anyway. He loved us so much that he went willingly to the cross. And now his blood has saved us so we could be adopted into God's family. We didn't do anything to earn it, but we get to joyfully go about the family business. We get to do meaningful kingdom work that testifies to the truth that Christ brings us peace with God and a desire to see all of his creation flourish.
But we do this from the standpoint that we don't have to pretend anymore. We know that Christ is our righteousness. We can freely confess our sins to him and to each other, and we can pray for each other's forgiveness and restoration. With that in mind, the Monday challenge taught us to ask each other, what do you hope I won't ask you about? And when it's our turn to answer, we answer honestly, confessing our sins and receiving the prayers of our sisters and brothers, just as we pray for them. That's right. Now, this coming Sunday marks the return of coffee in the auditorium. Yes, that's right. Free, delicious Sun Goss coffee. Um, and it's also daylight savings time, so you have to remember to spring forward. So you're going to be tired, but there will be coffee. So hopefully that'll help a little bit. Uh, and in the service, we will learn the value of self-examination. We will see clearly that failure and betrayal do not get the last word in the life of a Christian. So join us either online or in person. We'll see you then.